Hello and welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, helping you add ADDSS, dream and design your life so you can live out the best of who you are. Well, I was looking at my Twitter feed this morning and a really good friend and a colleague of mine, someone I'm also working with, put something out there and I had to respond to it in a playful way and it gave me the idea for today's episodes, which is, if you serve others well, then you deserve what you are worth. Now, what does that mean? Well, why don't I read the tweet that he wrote? He says, I'm insanely blessed. I don't deserve this, but I promise I'll make as big of an impact as I can for others through what I do. And it kind of took me off guard for a moment, but I know my friend Tom, and he's okay with me uh, talking about this, because it's, it's a crazy contradiction, you know? And I, I tweeted to him, and I had a sense that he probably knew what he was saying, and I think I knew what he meant, but I wanted to bring up what deserve and deserving meant. So let's let's break it down, because... I think these kinds of statements like I'm not deserving or when people say maybe you give them a gift and they're like, oh, thank you, but you shouldn't have. You didn't have to give me something. Now, in my world with a lot of people that I work with or other creators and entrepreneurs and self-employed people and writers and artists and what have you... Maybe it's because we're putting ourselves on the line and I don't know why that brings this up more often, but many of us who work to serve others in capacities like coaching or personal training or massage or teaching, we often depreciate ourselves as if for some reason we shouldn't be proud of of what we have accomplished, you know, to be proud of our gifts, our skills, our talents, the products we've made or the services we provide or our intellect or even core characteristics like our empathy or our ability to be compassionate or caring for other people. <clears throat> and it could sound odd or boastful to hear somebody declare I deserve this in a sense of, I deserve this money for the services I provide. I deserve the love that I have in my life. I deserve this exceptional relationship I have with my partner. I deserve to have this house because I've done the work to afford it. But the truth is found in the speaker's self-worth and their intentions. Because we all know when someone is being boastful and showing off, but when someone knows their their worth, their self-worth, the value that they're bringing to the world, then they are open to receiving, which is deserving. So what does deserve mean? Now, <laughs> forgive me because I'm going to geek out a little bit linguistically here. That's part of my background that I studied German language and linguistics. And I'm fascinated by the meanings of words, the etymology or the historical origins and meanings and how words have changed. But 
especially in the work that I do as a coach, when I am working with someone and I'm listening to what they say and the words they choose, sometimes it's incredibly valuable to go deeper into what is said, specifically the words used to dig a little deeper into ah, the psychology or the feelings and the emotions that come with that word with respect to the person who's saying them and the circumstances of the situation that they're discussing. So the etymology or the historical origins of deserve are really quite interesting. Now, it comes from the mid-13th century and it has the basic meaning to merit, be worthy of for qualities or actions. And from the um, old French, deserve, be worthy of, earn, merit, and then directly from the Latin, to serve well, to serve zealously. The classical Latin sense involved into this, to be entitled to because of good service, or to be worthy of. So let me say that again, to be entitled to because of good service. And I'm going to come back to that in the form of currency in a moment. But there is a duality to deserving. Now, when you give someone something that is of value to them, they value their placing an importance on that. And that could be a service like somebody who gives you a massage or your getting them to paint your house or do your bookkeeping or your website development, or in my case, someone working with me and I'm their coach, or you're bringing somebody to take care of the landscaping around your house, you are entitled to receive something in return if you gave that good service. So if you're the giver, you're entitled to receive something for the service you've provided. It's essentially something of worth. And at least in our modern world, that something in return is cold hard cash, baby, money. Now, conversely, when someone gives you something that you want or need, something that you want to have, most often you give them money for it as well. <clears throat> but what about back in the day? Now, you know, I'm older, but I'm not old. But back in the day before we actually had money, and, you know, truth be told, there's there's been money around since, I guess, pre-Roman times. I'm not 100% sure, but certainly since Roman times. Often the form of currency that was used wasn't coin or paper money like what we have today, but it was trade or barter of services. Essentially, now, if you do this for me, then I will do this for you. And bartering still exists today, right? It's approximately trading equal amounts of time, delivering whatever skill you have to offer. Um, sometimes the barter could be actual physical objects that were traded, uh, maybe a pig for a wheelbarrow, I don't know. But the objects that were traded were deemed to be of near or equal value. There was some sort of a balancing out <clears throat> of the give and receive, and the two parties would agree. But there was always an exchange. 
there was always a balancing out in the form of currency. And let's go into etymology here again. What is the meaning of currency? This is coming from about the late 1600s, but it's a condition of flowing. It's a a now rare or obsolete meaning from the the Latin um, coming from carrera, to run. And it's the notion of a state or fact of flowing from person to person, which led to the sense of continuity in public knowledge and that which is current as a medium of exchange, namely money. So when you give something to someone else, be it a thing, your knowledge, your skill, or your time, you are literally moving or flowing towards them, connecting with them in a medium of exchange, in a medium of continuity. So a fair exchange then, a moving back to you from the person you have helped, is a flow in the continuity of currency. And in some cases, the flow is appreciation. The currency is appreciation in forms of things like gratitude. Uh, Someone makes a referral, and that person then buys into whatever product or service you have. A testimonial, or they share or mention you on social media. So, let me tell you a little parable on the flow of life that I just created. I want you to imagine that you're a very small lake and there's an outlet on one side of the lake and it's summer and there's been a very long drought. It hasn't rained for two months. Your body of water rests on the top of a hill and that means your water runs easily through that outlet and down the hill that goes into a a fountain in the local village where people can use the water for drinking and bathing and all kinds of other things. Now, without the rain of these last two months and your water going down the outlet into the village, there's been nothing to replenish you. And the skies have been cloudless and the sun has been beaming down and it's evaporated all of your waters and you dry up. There is nothing left of you. You are exhausted You are spent. Spent. Well, one day the rain finally comes, and you are completely replenished. You are filled back up. The villagers realize that they've taken your source of water for granted. So thoughtfully, they come up with a concoction, and they build a mechanism, kind of like a little dam, that slows down or shuts off the flow of your water through the outlet to the village. This way they can control and preserve the flow of all that you are. So the thought I would offer to those of us, myself included, who have found themselves thinking they're not deserving, would be this. When you give, don't expect. Instead, allow for reciprocity. So when you give, when you serve, don't expect anything in return, but allow for, be open to reciprocity. 
Now, if you've really been listening, I've done something very consciously in this episode is that I've used a number of different words and metaphors and a parable to explain the importance of what fair exchanges for services rendered to work around the emotional issue of deserving. And the flow of fair exchange currency can come in the form of money, flow, service, reciprocity, trade, barter, exchange, appreciation, continuity, worth, balance, One sort of last big point here is that there's the issue of value and knowing what something is worth because we all value things differently. You know, one person sees a painting in an art gallery and thinks, how the hell could they have paid one and a half million dollars for this painting? Another person sees the same painting and just has tears in their eyes. They're so moved by the abstract form of the oil on canvas and the use of colors and the juxtaposition of form and shape and texture. And they would give anything to have that painting in their possession. So knowing what something is worth sets up a sense of what the fair exchange is for the value of the service or the product provided. But let's say, for example, that there are two professionals who become friends and they decide to exchange services, which happens very often. I've done this so often in my life. They provide to each other the exact same amount of time and effort, except that the first professional in their business charges $2,000 for the services they've offered. But the other professional, for the same amount of time and effort, only charges $1,000, so half of what the other one does. So in this instance, the monetary value of the exchange of services is completely out of balance by 50%. However, the two professionals have decided that the importance of their relationship supersedes the abstract currency of money. Their exchange is balanced out by the higher value they place in the currency of their relationship. So what's important in all of this in in today's episode is the idea of the value of reciprocity in deserving. You know, we have these age-old expressions like you reap what you sow, which can have both positive and negative connotations, although I think in a biblical sense, most people use it to be negative. Or money makes the world go round. And the the simplest expression for deserving, I think, is this one. Don't block the flow of life. Whenever you give, be receptive. Allow for good things to flow into your life. Like love, for example. Too often when people withhold love or they don't feel they deserve it, they are closing off the flow. 
like that little lake on top of the hill, they are literally damning themselves. The pun is intended. They're damning the outflow of their love to others. They're not allowing for reciprocity. When it comes to love, the more freely you give of it, the more likely you are to receive love from others. What are you deserving of today? As always, thank you for listening and live out and live proud.